Hi, my name is DJ Trischler, and this is Process Out Loud, the podcast. It's a space where I reflect on everything that I've learned from teaching and studying during the previous week. Most of the content will refer to my experiences in the Masters of Design program, the MDES, through the School of Design at the University of Cincinnati's College of Design, Architecture, Art, and Planning, otherwise known as DAP. While there's a lot to cover in one week, I try to keep the episodes brief at about 10 minutes each. I hope you enjoy. Good morning, everyone. I'm going to try something new today, and that is uh, that I'm going to pick a new word that I've been thinking about and just talk about it for, uh, I don't know, maybe five minutes to 10 minutes. And the new word comes from what I've been learning about over the last week, and that new word is design activism. Um, It's something that I probably, uh, you know, I've used the word design and I've, I've thought of the word activism a lot in my life. Um, to unpack them just for a minute, design is to designate or to plan. Um, I think, forget what Herb Simon says, but I, I think IBM says something about like to plan intentional outcomes or to I can't remember the exact word. Um, Heskett says that uh, design is somewhere between utility and satisfaction. So um, that's the idea that I think, you know, that's comparing it to art in some ways, that it's on a spectrum of art and engineering. Um, Recently, I've been reading about how um, we really shouldn't kind of separate the arts, crafts, designs um, apart, um, that that's a Western idea. Uh, and I read that from Dory Tunstall, who's the dean at OCAD in Toronto. Um, design's complicated. It, it's like there's really no <laughs> settled definition. Some people say it's problem solving, um, in which case um, maybe all of design is activism because <laughs> activism seems to exist to call attention and action towards problems and to um, push people out of status quo. And so maybe all of design is activism in that regard. Um, But it's not. Um, Some of the articles I'm reading is that design is very much entrenched in capitalism and um, a form of capitalism that has manifested in the last 50 years, neoliberalism. Um, My understanding is that capitalism, and I can't remember who said this, but it was a Scottish guy, capitalism is a social and economic structure Whereas neoliberalism is socio-economical and political um, and starts to deal with power, um, I think it also, it's kind of unanimous with late capitalism, which some signs of late capitalism is um, selling genes with holes in them. Um, I saw something the other day that really felt like late capitalism, which was this toilet paper that was branded to be like, a good thing, you know, like it was doing good in the world. Um, I think you like ply it forward, they said. Um, It was branded really like attractively, I guess you could say. Um, And it was really shitty toilet paper. Sorry, pun intended. Um, But anyways, that feels like a a sign of late capitalism. It's almost like finding any ways to make money and to create value out of something as simple as toilet paper. Um, doing silly things like ripping jeans and selling them and making them seem more valuable. Um, 
And so it's getting to this point. And there's there's other things that are signs of like capitalism, like the 2008 economic crisis that also shows um, political involvement and, um, you know, these ideas of too big to fail. Anyways, um, design is pretty much entrenched with these things because design works for the, the companies that are capitalist and creates more reasons to buy and sell from those companies um, beyond products themselves, but and ideas, um, brands. Um, a term that I heard this week was ethical surplus, which is um, like I can go to my job and do my work, but to really be valuable at the company, I need to participate in things outside of my job role. Um, and so branding is in that way that like toilet papers, toilet papers, toilet paper, but to be valuable, it has to do something else or has to have some sort of mythical value to it. Um, like really cool um, packaging and some sort of social good outcome that helps climate change and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, um, where am I going with all this design activism? Um, so design is this idea of planning things. Activism is this idea of um, creating action, maybe moving people out of status quo. And so I think that we think I think at least activism is you have to be at the front of a protest or make a poster. But what I'm learning from some of my classes is that activism is almost like a way of being. Um, I learned in anthropology that like anthropological activism might be writing um, anthropology, writing ethnographies about groups of people, making common knowledge of these people so that governments, um, citizens could make better choices. Um, to right wrongs that are happening in those areas. Um, I could see, you know, in graphic design, it might be working with uh, um, potentially like a cooperative or working with some sort of NGO that is not entrenched in, um, you know, the nonprofit corporation complex or whatever it's called, but, um, you know, doing free work for them or doing alternative exchange of, um, you know, reciprocity. Um, it could be even just like the way that your organization is set up as a form of activism. Um, like for instance, using a worker cooperative model as um, Eric Olinwright and Matt Wazinski suggest in um, talking about anti-capitalism. Um, it could be all sorts of different things like not having a, a growth model that is harmful to communities. Um, and so that's something I'm interested in is, is, um, what is activism? What is design activism? And I think in order to get there, I've had to do a lot of learning and will continue to do a lot of learning about how design is entrenched in neoliberalism, as um, Guy Julier has talked about in Design and Culture, um, the publication, unfortunately, behind a paywall. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll say this. It's a little intimidating because I don't really see myself as a activist, although um, throughout my career, I feel like I've done things that want to be activism. I mean, when I was in college, there was there was definitely organizations I participated in um, that we did activistic things. I had several professors who were activists and and pushed me that not pushed me but encouraged and enabled me to go that way. Um, I think even working on a typeface for Chattanooga, um, crowdfunding it, crowdsourcing it, making it open source and giving it to the public was a way of activism showing that there's there you don't have to go through the state you don't have to go through corporations 
to fund things, but that the community can have autonomy and make choices and um, depend on itself um, and each other. I think even just this past weekend, there was a little bit of design activism in my backyard where um, my neighbors and I, we built a, a toboggan course or a sled course with shovels and um, we shared sleds, we shared snowboards, we shared food. Um, and it was a way of saying like, get out of your house, have fun, play, don't spend money and um, produce rather than consume and produce together. And I feel like out of that came a sense of belonging. And so I guess what I'm really interested in right now is how can design activism produce a sense of belonging locally within a community? And how can that be taught in a university where, especially my university, which is very much connected and attached to um, the state and corporate interest, um, how can we make it hyper-local? Um, and I don't mean, you know, connecting to a, um, a local corporation or local major organization, but like a neighborhood, um, uh, you know, a one little organ community organizing group um, the justice system, um, and maybe like, you know, the homeless population. And so that the students are interacting with people they wouldn't normally interact with on levels they wouldn't have interacted on. Um, I got to watch out that it doesn't become studying down, but that it's, it's very reciprocal and participatory. And so, Gosh, there's so much I got to learn um, as I move into my thesis about um, maybe the you know Scandinavian participatory design models, um, neoliberalism, and not perpetuating that more than it, it needs to be perpetuated, um, and seeing, investigating inside myself how I perpetuate those things, um, even like the metaphors that drive me and how those can be harmful to others, um, having kind of a study down approach or patriarchal approach. Um, but yeah, I think uh, my, <laughs> I'm rambling. This is truly a process out loud. Um, but I'll end with a, the thesis area that I'm going into is how might I uh, develop some sort of curriculum or um, workshop for regional design programs to connect with their local communities through de design activism and build um, a collective sense of belonging. Um, and so that's really interesting to me. I don't know where that's going to go, but I like it. And um, yeah, sorry, today was very rambly. And yes, I, I'm learning lots of my classes. I'm interested in, in anthropological activism and my beauty, race, and gender course. I'm, I'm interested in the ethical surplus that's required to be a designer, meaning like all you have to do to be a designer is design things. But what else is required to be a talented or perceived as good designer? What kind of clothes do you have to buy? What kind of um, events do you have to go to? What kind of network do you have to be in? And how much does that cost to participate? What sort of uh, pressures do you feel to keep up by looking at design blogs and, and keeping up with magazines? And, and so like all you have to do is just design things and follow the principles. But it seems like there's a lot more involved in being a designer. And I think that may even involve race and gender. And so... That's something I'm studying there. And then I'm teaching type too. And so I think I, I'm wondering how I perpetuate those things or what, what am I teaching? How am I teaching? What is my pedagogy? And um, how can I bring design activism into that? And how do I, uh, yeah, uh, 
so much, but I got to go because I have class here in a couple minutes. I love you all, and I hope you are enjoying my ramblings. If anything, I think this will be something that I go back to and, and look at in mind for uh, any sense or, or clues as to what I need to be doing for my thesis or where I was back in 2021 at 8.24 a.m. on a snowy uh, Monday. Um, I hope you all are well. I hope you get to go sledding and play outside. And maybe the best thing you can do um, for the world is do nothing. Um, stop working, take a day off, and practice Sabbath. Have a good one.